With your coronavirus update, I'm Jim Watkins. This report is sponsored by Florida Vacations. Your room is ready at siestakeyyes.com. Now the latest headlines and then a brief look at trends as we bring the third week in March to a close. Surviving COVID-19 protects most people against reinfection for at least six months, but elderly patients are more likely to get the virus a second time, according to new research reported on Thursday. An assessment of reinfection rates in Denmark last year showed that just over half a percent of people who tested positive for COVID during the first wave from March to May did so again during the second wave from September to December of last year. Researchers also found initial infection with COVID-19 was likely to bestow 80% protection from reinfection among those under 65, but that number dropped to 47% in older people. Steen Ethelberg from the Staten Serum Institute in Denmark said, Our study confirms what a number of others appear to suggest. Reinfection with COVID-19 is rare in younger healthy people. End quote. He continued, but the elderly are at greater risk of catching it again. Our findings make it clear how important it is to implement policies to protect the elderly during the pandemic, end quote. A new research study at the University of Chicago Medicine has found that when it comes to COVID-19, having vitamin D levels above those traditionally considered sufficient may lower the risk of infection, especially for people of color. The study published today in the Journal of American Medical Association Open Network retrospectively examined the relationship between vitamin D levels and likelihood of testing positive for COVID-19. CBS reporting taking low-dose aspirin can reduce ICU admissions and in-hospital deaths of COVID-19 patients, according to a new study. George Washington University researchers published their findings in the journal Anesthesia and Analgesia on Wednesday. Doctors were particularly interested in studying aspirin's effects on coronavirus patients because aspirin is inexpensive. Other drugs to treat COVID-19 are usually more costly. CDC says schools can now put kids three feet apart, which gives greater flexibility in getting kids back to school. While there is evidence of improved mental health and other benefits from in-person schooling, CDC issued a statement saying, quote, we really don't have the evidence that six feet is required in order to maintain low spread since kids are typically non-infected with coronavirus. And now a look at the numbers. At present, according to Johns Hopkins University, just over 21 people have tested positive today uh, of those recently testing for coronavirus. Of those, just under 90,000 are considered serious or extreme. In seven-day trends, new cases have gone up globally by 10.9% to 459,000 new cases per day on average. Average daily deaths have increased by 2.24% globally to just over 8,600 fatalities being recorded per day. Things have not improved for Brazil, the the global hotspot, which reported 2,700 deaths in a single day on Thursday from COVID-related illness. That's an increase of almost 23% from last week. Why the increase? Possibly two reasons. The P1 variant 
The P1 variant was first identified in travelers from Brazil during routine airport screening in Tokyo, Japan in early January of 2021. There are concerns that mutations in the spike protein receptor binding domain might disrupt both vaccine-induced and natural immunity. This could be what's generating the new deaths and new cases in Brazil. Also noted that they held their carnival celebrations in mid-February. Here in the U.S., new cases are down slightly from last week by 2.35%, while deaths rate, or death rates are down 16% from one week ago. Kentucky beats the record for the greatest test one-day surge in deaths, going from 27 deaths from COVID-related illness on Wednesday to 488 on Thursday. Long-term care residents and health care workers were among the first Kentuckians to be vaccinated when distribution began in December. However, less than half of staff members at the Commonwealth's long-term care facilities have been vaccinated for COVID-19, in part because they have simply refused. That, according to the Lexington Herald-Leader reporting, though there's not a, been a distinct link between the two, the fact that the jump one day brought the average death rate from 25 people to 88 per day. And, of course, we'll keep a watch on Kentucky to see how this trend continues. California and Texas are the nation's two and three hotspots with daily deaths. California reported 276 COVID-related deaths on Thursday. The seven-day average in California has dropped, however, 7.5% from last week. Texas new cases have dropped 11% since last Friday. Deaths are also down 15% to an average of about 147 COVID-related deaths per day. And in Florida, where spring break is now in its second week, new cases are down just under 3%. Average daily deaths are down 23% at 76 people per day succumbing to COVID-related deaths. And finally, 29 states in the United States reported 10 deaths or less related to COVID-related illness on Thursday. That is where we stand with the numbers. Don't forget, our website is always there for you with the latest COVID data at candidlyspeaking.net. With your coronavirus update for Friday, March 19th, I'm Jim White.